Hello everyone, welcome to Shay's Podcast, a channel geared towards spiritual reflections. I am very happy to be able to speak to you all again. I want to deeply apologize because I had to put everything to a halt for about a month because I had some setbacks. I was just juggling a few things at once and every time I had to record the episode, I had an issue. With God's help, my goal is to be more consistent moving forward. Every two weeks, unless there is something major, we shall ponder on the goodness of God in this podcast. Again, welcome to Shay's Podcast. Just before I start, let's have a short prayer. Dear God, thank you for a new day. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about your mercies and your love. As we are about to discuss your character, we ask that you send your Holy Spirit to guide us and open our hearts so that we can receive you today and always. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's continue our last conversation from our first episode discussing the character of God. This is the second of the three series episodes of this podcast entitled, Who is God? This episode will tackle some of God's character traits that are mentioned in the Word of God, the Bible, as we did in the last episode. I must state that when we speak of God's character, it is the same as talking about the nature of God. The nature of something, for example, is the intrinsic characteristics that make that thing what it is, meaning its basic qualities or character. In a much broader sense, we know that nature is the phenomena of the physical as it is made up of five basic elements such as earth, water, space, air, and fire. Therefore, when we talk about someone's nature, we're referring to that person's fundamental qualities or that person's character. Since we are meditating on God's character traits, 
we are referring to God's nature. We are referring to his intrinsic attributes. Also, it is important to mention the fact that God does not change. His nature or his character remains the same. Let me, for example, read for you two verses from the Holy Bible in the Old Testament. Psalm 33 verse 11 states, The counsel of the Lord stands forever, the plans of his heart to all generations. In Malachi 3 verse 6 it reads, For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed, meaning destroyed. God's amazing, loving character will forever be. Thus, we shall never doubt that he will change from who he says that he is and who he revealed himself to be. We are all beneficiaries of his amazing character, which is perfect. Brothers and sisters, be assured that God is the same today as he was yesterday and as he will always be. Diving deeper into knowing who God is, we started discussing some of the many character traits of God, so let's continue on that path. The first one for this episode is that God is patient. God's patience speaks of his love for us and he how he continuously, continuously and patiently waits for us daily to give ears to the Holy Spirit and to surrender ourselves to him. In 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 5, it reads, And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. The verse is basically saying that God is directing our hearts into his love. And he does that through the Holy Spirit who lives within us. And the second part of the verse really speak about Christ waiting patiently for us to respond to the urges or the commands or the promptings of the Holy Spirit. As Christ's disciples, we are called to let the Holy Spirit develop in us the character of Christ. Therefore, in the Bible, there are many verses that encourage us to be patient. So, let's ponder on the concept of discipleship for a minute 
in the biblical sense, it's really a process of growth and of becoming like Christ. Meaning reflecting the Lord's character. Becoming a disciple of Christ is simply following Jesus. In doing so, we ought to imitate and replicate him. People who do not know about God should see God through us. God had sent his only son, Jesus, basically God in flesh, to come on earth and to give us an example on how we shall live. In Galatians 6 verse 9, the first part of the verse states, Better a patient person than a warrior. We are called to be Christ-like and to be patient. God is patient and we are so grateful for that because without it, we would all be doomed. The other trait that I wanted to discuss comes in a bundle and it is God is full of mercy and grace. Luke 6 verse 36 counsels, Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. My dear listeners, since God does not change, God's mercies and grace never come to an end. The second part in this bundle of goodness is the grace of God which has been revealed through his salvation to all people. When we think about God's grace, we think about salvation. We think about uh, eternal life. We are saved by grace, through faith, not by works. See Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9. We benefit so greatly from each trait of God's character, especially his grace, for without grace, there's no salvation. Titus 3 verse 7 explains that because of God's grace, we are made right in his sight and given the confidence that we will inherit eternal life. We are all beneficiaries of God's grace and mercy. Believers or non-believers, we all benefit from God's merciful and graceful character. For example, God shares with all of us his breath of life. We can never pay him for each heartbeat. We can never pay God for the oxygen that we inhale daily to keep our body going and our cells oxygenated. Every organ in our body has its own function and works harmoniously 
with the others to keep us alive and and that every minute, every second of the day, we tend to take these things for granted, but the human anatomy and physiology alone is such a beautiful thing and a miracle. Most importantly, God's mercy and grace for humanity are the reasons why we are still here. It doesn't matter that the world gets crazier and more hectic every day, we're still here. I understand there are so many troubles, trials, and tribulations, yet we're still here. People are dying every day, but people or babies are born every day. Humanity still exists because God uses his grace and mercy toward us, his children, daily. We are here and God promises eternal life to all of those who will accept his salvation. I would like to end this section about God's grace and mercy with Matthew 5 verse 5. He lets the sun rise for all people, whether they are good or bad. He sends rain to those who do right and to those who do wrong. Wow, this is the epitome of what God's mercy and grace are all about. This is who God is. Lastly, uh, let's discuss one more of God's character traits and that's His holiness. God is holy and he calls us to be holy as well. You shall be holy for I am holy. 1 Peter 1 verse 6. God is telling us himself that he is holy. At the same time, he makes it clear that we need to be like him, holy. Brothers and sisters, we must take this request to heart because we can't grow spiritually in Christ without aiming to be holy. I'm not talking about being spiritually arrogant thinking that we are closer to God than others or that we know God better than others. No. And God is referring to a divine holiness that can only be attained through a growing relationship with Him with the help of the Holy Spirit. In God's holy word, the Bible, Hebrews 12 verse 14, states, 
strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. I did not say it. It's in the Bible. It's in the word of God and it's clear. It says, without becoming holy before God or as God, we will not see the Lord. It's straightforward. If you are waiting as I am for the second coming of Jesus Christ, we ought to be holy just as our Lord is holy. Here in the U.S., there's a common expression used by many toward those they feel act as though they are righteous and it is holier than thou. Yes, this expression is common and has been used, overused, and even abused. I say so because someone can have the best intention to try to warn another about a lifestyle or a decision that is or will be detrimental to that person's soul. Yet, many, not all, may accuse the messenger to be acting as if he or she were holier than thou. I understand using the expression for someone who is spiritually arrogant, um, someone who is being condescending towards you, judgmental, or someone who is demeaning you in front of others. But keep in mind that God can use anyone to warn you if you are in the wrong path. God tends to use other sinful beings just like yourself, okay, to send a message. Be careful not to become so defensive during those divine encounters by quickly brand the messenger, miss or mister, holier than thou. We must Ask God for the spirit of discernment so that we know when the messenger is from God. Keep an open mind and remember that God uses imperfect people every day to accomplish his will for his children. The Holy Spirit fulfills God's work through us for our own salvation and that of others as well. Dear listeners, we are called to be holy and the way that will achieve that holiness is by developing and keeping a close relationship with God. In doing so, our will or wants will be in sync with that of the Holy Spirit. Our hearts will be renewed daily by the Holy Spirit and we will become more and more like Christ. Furthermore, 
only the Holy Spirit of God can bring us into a deeper understanding of Him that is divine until you and I, we get to see our Lord and Savior face to face. What a glorious day that will be. So, let's be holy. Okay, this is the end of the second episode of our podcast. Um, uh, so basically, in two more weeks, uh, we will have, we will discuss the last part of the three series episode. It will be the third episode on the same topic, who is God? So, I'm leaving you with this reminder. Remember to treat everyone as you would like to be treated with dignity and respect. Be blessed.